Okay, good afternoon. This is Richard Shu, host of Shoe Untie. Today I'm very pleased to have with me as my guest, Mark Stevens, who's a partner at Fenwick and West. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to, glad to be here. So, Mark, um, you've obviously had a very successful career at Fenwick and West. Tell me a little bit about how you started here. How did you get into the Valley? How did you start working with startups? Uh, the, the Valley actually was easy because I was uh, born and raised in the, in the area, and I was an engineer. So I was in the late 70s oh, uh, programming on mainframe computers and just starting to see uh, microcomputers, which was brand new then. Um, and I, when I graduated from college, I had an engineering job and an acceptance for law, uh, law school, decided to try engineering and then try law school, figure out which one I liked, and it turned out I really liked the, the legal side of it. So, hmm. And when I graduated, I wanted to work with technology and particularly software companies. Uh, and so I started with, at the time, Fenwick Stone, Davis & West um, in 83. Hmm. So, and you know, I was privileged to, uh, to be there at the, what turned out to be the ground floor of a lot of exciting things in the Valley. And was it something you just instantly just you, mean, you took the startups like a duck to water, just instantly fell in love with it, or did tell me a little bit how it evolved? Part of it is, I mean, I like puzzles, and uh, startups are there's so many unfilled pieces in a in a startup puzzle. Unlike a more mature company where you know you're making you know small adjustments around the edges with startups, you really have no idea where you're going, and you know it's it's all kind of evolving in front of your eyes. Mm. So uh, when I started, I, I remember my first. My first two clients were a um, a little Series B uh, games company um, called Electronic Arts <laughs> that had 30 employees and a um, series actually had not yet raised its first found round of venture funding uh, database company that had 40 employees called Oracle <laughs> and. I grew up with those two companies and other companies as well, but right. those companies I did literally hundreds of deals for each of them, did their venture rounds of financing, took them both public, and grew up uh, working very closely with the management teams and the venture capitalists and the CEOs. And so I was, uh, you know, kind of got the, the, the bug early. Mm. And I, you know, I still do a lot of work in the enterprise software space and in the game space, partially because of all the contacts I made, you know, from being a brand new associate uh, working with, uh, with two very high growth companies. That's pretty funny. Now tell me, I know that you left for a while to go in-house at a couple different places. Tell me a little about you know, what prompted that decision and what was your experience like there? It, it was, uh, I got it, uh, I think being an attorney in the Valley gives you opportunities to do things outside of the legal practice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I tend to, I've always been somebody who really likes the business side of things and uh, was, you know, kind of like spending more time with the, how do we negotiate price than how do we negotiate the indemnity? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, I'd had opportunities to both go in-house as a lawyer as well as go be a business development executive for a couple of companies. And, you know, I always kind of compared the, uh, the options and said, being a law firm is pretty cool, mm-hmm. particularly in the Valley. You get to work with a lot of great companies. You know, get to see a lot of different technologies and, and so on. Uh, and then during the internet bubble, uh, my client, Excite, 
which was a um, $7 billion market cap uh, search engine, was being acquired by my partner's client at home, hmm. which was a $20 billion company. And the two CEOs uh, took a break from a negotiation, took me, just took me aside and said, we need to have somebody run business development for us for the combined company. And I couldn't turn it down. It was one of those, uh, I said, well, maybe it is different, you know, and uh, being able to go into a company uh, where I knew both sides and they knew me and it was a completely non-legal role. There was, mm -hmm. there was you know, I went inactive as a lawyer. I was, uh, you know, working with bankers. I was making presentations to the board mm -hmm. about uh, M&A opportunities. And so I got a very, very expensive MBA <laughs> uh, working, working with them and, and ended up leaving the legal practice for, uh, mm -hmm. for about four years. So did you like it? What did you think about it? How did you compare it with being a lawyer? Um, it was... Uh, it was exciting. Um, it was incredibly stressful. Of course, the bubble did burst. Yeah, right. And uh, it probably burst for Excited Home a little bit earlier than it did for other companies. And so I, I built up a, an organization from about 10 people to about 100 um, deal makers in mm -hmm. the organization. And then I had to go through five rounds of layoffs and bring it all the way back down to a half dozen people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, all of the great people I hired, I then had to fire. I, you know, I had some stress-related health issues that developed because of all the things that we were doing. And mm -hmm. so I, it did not make me want to continue in, in that kind of a role. Mm -hmm. So I took a couple of years off. I was a venture partner at a uh, venture firm, uh, GGB Capital, which is a terrific firm, mm. um, and spent some time. Uh, I got a phone call from EA, Electronic Arts, uh, and they said, I know you're volunteering at, at your daughter's school, but how'd you have to handle a deal for us in Sweden? Uh, so I did a little bit of work for them on a part-time basis. Mm. And then said, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I want to get back into working with companies. Mm. And the venture route, wasn't as exciting for me as going back into the legal side because I knew that I that I could be a pretty good VC, but I was pretty sure that I could be better than a pretty good lawyer working with with companies. And so I talked to a, a few firms, including Fenwick, and I, you know, here I am. Hmm. Well, how was it when you came back? Was it difficult getting back in, or was it just like you never left? Oh, it was very difficult. Um, I hadn't done timesheets for five years. Uh, that, that's the first thing you stop doing. Is uh, I, I remember just you know putting the timesheets away and saying I'm never going to do that again. Um, and the firm had changed. The oh, yeah, there were a number right. of partners who didn't know me, uh, who had come in laterally. And uh, in 2003, there was no work. This was the you know we were in the middle of nuclear winter. Uh, the 2000 2003. I uh, recession was, you know, ground zero was the Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. So there, it was, could not have been a worse time from a work perspective. And so I, uh, you know, my, my partners who knew me um, said, you know, we think you can do this, but uh, we can't provide you any work. There's a desk, there's a computer, there's a phone, <laughs> you've got an assistant, go at it. Wow. Uh, and some of the partners who didn't know me, I uh, had, you know, 
somebody who hadn't been a lawyer for five years is going to come back and build a practice. Mm. Wow, this is a big risk. Mm. So uh, it turned out it was a good time. Mm. And I, you know, working with companies and working with companies, and I had to relearn some of the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. I, you know, in, while I was gone, Sarbanes-Oxley had been passed. Reg FD had been passed. Some of the things that I used to advise companies to do were now criminal. Mm. I, so <laughs> I, I had to readjust my, my, uh, my legal advice. So was that was that coming back? Was that tougher than than you thought it was going to be, or how how would you assess that at the end of the day? It, I was sufficiently arrogant that I thought it wasn't going to be that tough. Mm. I and I think it was harder technically mm. than than I had anticipated. I mm. figured that you know I'm an old horse at this. I can mm. figure out the the law, and and the law changed enough. Mm. So you know there are some things that I you know I'm I'm no longer the expert that I used to be in some technical areas. Mm. It was easier in other ways because I had spent you know I had run a hundred million dollar revenue line. I'd done budgets inside of large companies. I, you know, politically and, you know, from a business perspective, I was much more sophisticated than I had been before, before I left the firm. Mm-hmm. And so I communicate with clients in a much different way than I ever did mm-hmm. uh, when I had just mm-hmm. been a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so in that way, it was, it was easier. So now that you've been back at phone, almost, you said almost as long as you were the first time right. around, how do you kind of compare those two? I mean, are they totally distinct in your mind is is the second was the second half much better than the first half how do you compare the two i mean some of the first half was spent as as an associate learning my trade mm-hmm. right so i i i was only a, i was a partner i was a partner for about 9 years before i left in 99 so i had some experience of you know building a practice and working with companies from a from a partner seat um, it is uh, in some ways it's the same because the valley is the same. Technology, techno- the technology that you're working with is different. You know, it's no longer, it, when I, the first game deal I did was around the Amiga and the Commodore 64. <laughs> uh, those are not the platforms anymore. Uh, but the deals look very similar. Mm. And the, the dynamics of high growth technology companies that are venture backed are very, very similar. So I, and, you know, I was fortunate to come back to a firm that had, was and still is 100% technology focused. So it's not like the firm had changed. Mm. Uh, you know, the the reputation had changed, the size of the valley had changed, uh, the size of the deals had changed. But uh, in some ways, it was very very familiar. Mm. Uh, so so I, in in many ways, it's it feels very comfortable. Now, when you work with younger lawyers now, and you, I'm sure you've mentored a lot of them, you know, what kind of advice do you give them for a career, you know, successful career in the valley or with startups? I think the the biggest thing for me is getting out, staying out of your comfort zone, or or rather don't allow yourself to be uh, brought into your comfort zone. As a lawyer, you're you're comfortable with words, you're comfortable with analysis, you're comfortable with, um, you know, drafting and specifically legal issues. And I think that that the lawyers who think that that is their job are really missing something. I Hmm. think that that, uh, it's table stakes. Hmm. You you have to be an excellent lawyer. So... That that is where it has to start. You you can you can't short circuit the learning of the technical side. And there have been many many lawyers who have moved on from the law, who have been extremely successful, who really never wanted to be a good technical mm-hmm. lawyer. But let's assume that you've got the technical chops. Yeah. Beyond that, the clients really you know you have a unique seat 
to see how deals get put together, how companies get to get put together, how management teams work, how founding teams work. And if you use the insights that you have because you work with dozens or hundreds of companies and you provide those insights to, to your clients, whom this may be their first or second company, they certainly don't have the kind of breadth of, response, of, of exposure that you've had, you can really provide terrific value and at that point, you become an advisor and a, and a trusted advisor, and, and that's where it gets exciting. Hmm. You know, hmm. And that's, that's, so I think it's important for lawyers to view, you know, you have to have the technical side, but you really need to keep in mind that you have a role inside of a larger business organization and a larger business dynamic, and uh, you can make that role as small or as big as you want. Hmm. It's a lot more fun to make it big hmm. and to, to be interested in things beyond just the legal side. Hmm. Now, when you look back on that period of that, that in-house period, which sounded like it was pretty rough, actually, do you, do you think now that you, you, know, you wouldn't have done that if you'd known then what you know now? Or do you think it was overall, you know, now that you reflect on it many years later, do you still look at it and say, hey, it was a good experience? That's a really good question. Um, I wish that I could take every one of my partners and send them away <laughs> to be a GC or a business executive inside of a company for a year or two and then bring them back. Because I think in every case, they would be better lawyers at the law firm because of it. Mm. And many of the partners we have actually do have in-house experience, mm. and that is, that's, that's valuable. Mm. I wouldn't trade it for anything. The people mm. that I worked with were amazing. Mm. The exposure, the kind of excitement that you know, was involved in all the signature deals, the, a lot of really exciting stuff was going on. And I got to know the other side of what it's like to manage a budget, what it's like to help people in careers that aren't inside of a law firm, what mm. it means to be it's in a, on an executive team dealing with the, either a financial opportunity or financial crisis. Mm. And that is that kind of broadening of my perspective is I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm. Now, would you ever go back to a business role again? I don't think. I mean, one, I'm uh, at a point in my career where I, you know, I'm sure at some point I'll, I'll start serving on boards again. We don't let partners serve on boards, mm. so uh, which is good. It allows me to get, have a simple answer when I get those requests. <laughs> I, but I think that you know. I have the I I have done it. I have seen the grass on the other side, mm -hmm. and it is sometimes green, greener. Sometimes <laughs> it's a little bit patchy. I mm -hmm. uh, so I've nothing really draws me there. And I you know the great thing about working inside of a law firm. One of the reasons I decided that law firm as opposed to being a venture capitalist is that the the venture experience is a very solo experience. The successful venture capitalists are really individuals. Mm. They aren't really necessarily building teams or leading teams in the same way. Mm. And one of the things that, that I missed when I was doing the venture, you know, being a, a VC was um, helping young people in their career, helping, uh, you know, leading teams of people working on a project together, celebrating successes, mm. uh, and all the things that you get to do inside of a law firm, which is, you know, with some of the most exciting, interesting people around. Mm. So... Do you think that at the end of the day, after you sort of did the venture capital and you sort of did the business role, that at the, at the core, you really, the law really suits you better? Is that, did you sort of discover that, or how would you say that compared to saying being a non-lawyer? It, it, um, I think I'm the same person, certainly. Uh, the, the, this goes back to the how you define your role. If you want to be an, an impact player and a value-added advisor, um, you need to have a solid base to work from. I think you can do that from engineering. You can mm. do it from product. You can do it from marketing. You can do it from sales. I happen to, to be able to do it from the legal side. Mm. Mm. And, uh, and because 
a Silicon Valley lawyer gets to work with, you know, not one company, but, you know, I have well over 100 companies that I work with. Right. Uh, I get to see new, you know, different technologies and different business models. And I, so I think it is um, a unique position to be in. It also tends to suit my skills, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. Every once in a while, I do get you know, no, the details don't work. You, know, you got to make this this happen or, or whatever. And and that is very much more of a lawyer's concern than necessarily a, a business person's concern. Well, and you're an engineer as well. And an engineer at heart. Well, Mark, it's been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate your taking the time. I'd love to check in with a few years and see how that progress is doing. Absolutely. Happy to do that. This is Richard Chu and Mark Stevens. Thanks. Thanks.